So we are in, uh, what's her name? The Celine. We're in Celine's room, and Cami uh, is showing Celine how to uh, the the tea, how to make the tea that that she's just traded, and uh, you know, just little tips and tricks uh, how she can incorporate this into the uh, into a bar drink or a, you know a comfort drink or anything. And uh, Noodle is uh, Noodle is laying on like a little chest at the end of the bed yeah that usually have like a nice cushion on them nowadays yeah what are those called there's got to be a name for we're them we're just right? gonna there call a it a chest at the end of the bed yes. <laughs> with a cushion on it um he's laying on that on his belly like kicking his little feet up while he's reading his letters well the letters he's carrying for other people <laughs> i would say crucially they are not his letters <laughs> he believes they're his letters for now <laughs> He he is he is the letters keepers, the, the, the keeper <laughs> yes. of the letters temporarily. So, I like to say he's probably also enjoying whatever tea you you guys have made mm-hmm. with a generous heaping of honey. <laughs> oh, absolutely, absolutely. And uh, she's gonna after she's done. All right, well that's basically it. But feel free to experiment with different teas and okay. uh, different things. Um. So noodle, yeah. Uh, and I think I, I love this just real quick because I want to paint that like picture. It is like she says okay, and she looks really excited. She immediately like kind of pulls away and mm-hmm. like heads uh, downstairs to get to like where a lot more of the stuff is to start trying things out. And she leaves you guys <laughs> in the room, okay, um, to give you guys like a moment. She's just excited to try all these different teas. <laughs> so uh, any good ones? Okay, so. Somebody's having a baby. <gasps> oh, that's awesome. Good for them. That's awesome. So uh, any other juicy bits you're finding? Oh, he like he like ruffles through some letters. Here we go. <sighs> this one's juicy. Ooh, and she's going to like <laughs> scoot forward and kind of like curl up in the way that cats do. Like just to get like really close to you. Just be like, okay. All right. Tell me, tell me, tell me. <laughs> this lady... Has uh-huh. like four husbands. Oh no! And they're all fine with it. Oh, they don't <laughs> mind sharing a wife. Oh, so it's like a. I I don't even know what that would be like. Uh, that just sounds exhausting. Dang! Like, wait. So you know, you know what? I I don't know. But like, but still, like, how? But why? And when? When I have so many questions too, that's why I can't stop. Well, like, is is there any more like like from from that person, or is it just that one? Uh, I hate cliffhangers. Yeah, Noodle Noodle gives Cammy this other letter, and it reads, "Dear Miranda, you've been dodging my letters. I've been told this will be letter twenty-seven. The twenty-eighth will be on its way. Post haste." Now, I send you letters of my affections and my feelings towards you, asking for not much, but a simple depictation of one's old foot. Oh, Jesus. I simply wish to gaze upon thy toes, thy dwindly little piggies, perched upon some sand, or perhaps on the table, 
any medium of lens to view those gorgeous little things will be delightful. Please respond back in haste. And in God's name, protect your feet. Noodle, you can't deliver that letter. <laughs> Noodle, you gotta burn Calgarius the Calgarius the third. That guy's definitely a pug. <laughs> He's um, a pug. He's a pug. He's a pug. I'm afraid to ask. There's drool all over the letter. For, for context oh, for oh, our oh, listeners, the animal. Uh, I own two pugs, and they love to lick the feet. <laughs> so, anyway. Okay. The Haith is a beautiful place, and there's plenty of room for foot fetishes among the Haith, but there is no room uh, for I sexual harassers. I want to paint something as well, just because I'm this guy too. The person who's receiving the letters desperately wants the letters. They've been going to the wrong address. Uh, because he keeps misplacing the actual address, and she's upset that she is not getting these requests. She's like, "Oh, she's into it." I have so many drawings of my feet ready for this fucking dude. <laughs> Where is he? He told me he'd send me a letter with the return address. Unbelievable. Because <laughs> it's a good place where people's relationships work out. Uh huh. <laughs> Anyways, way to save, way to save defeat from the jaws of victory. There. Nick. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, let's finish your guys' scene. Wow, some people are really into paws. You know, this may be surprising to you, mm-hmm. but that's not as that that's not as unusual as you'd think. Wait, are you? What are you? Me? No, no. Oh, wait oh, a minute. Oh, sorry. No, I mean like. Sorry, a, I think I misunderstood. There just I, happens I to be a lot of feet letters. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, these these are a dime a dozen. These are boring. <laughs> Every letter I open, I skim for the mention of a foot. No. He's like, <laughs> she, he's like, now the tail letters, those get interesting. <laughs> they have like when you guys go to your board as moth tenders, there's like check marks for like the unique stuff of what they've seen lately. Oh wait, so everyone reads their letters? I love that idea. Like they're not supposed to, but they do it anyway. I I like the idea that nobody nobody in the hate sends a letter thinking it won't be read. Correct. <laughs> they're like, yeah. I mean, the moth tenders they read the letters. Whatever. I got to get my letters to my people. Yeah. I also think it's part of like. I don't think it stems so much from like nosiness. I think that's part of it. Certainly. I think it is generally like if you're a moth tender, you love letters, and it doesn't really matter what the content is, even if it's something you've read a million times. It's that idea, right? Of like. Giving an idea to someone across the ways using the written word is very actually, beautiful to them. I have an interesting idea of how to characterize this. What if, because like addresses are a pretty developed thing. Oh yeah, right. What if there there aren't addresses, uh, but it's like there's you know ta- like people know what town they want the letter to go to, right? Mm. What if by reading these letters, the moth tenders have a better idea? Of how to find these people. Oh, like, yeah, that's, that, that's what I was thinking. It like forms a connection with with the person who the letter was written by and who it, it's intended for. And I think that the moth tender is able to convey that to the moths, who then, yeah, you know, do that. Their... I, I love that. Even like, even if it's like a little magical, I love the idea that like maybe the spirit of moths like literally paints like a, an, a portrait <laughs> in their mind of the person who it's supposed to go to. I like that, uh, and it's very vague. It's like, um, see, guys, we're not doing federal crimes, okay? Yeah. We're doing what we have to do to give people their letters. So. But I totally think there are people like Noodle who thrive on just <laughs> oh, yeah. getting Noodle's in the business. Like, the drama. I, I have to do this. I mean, I, it's part <laughs> of the job. Is, this is his reality show. There's some guy, there's one moth thunder out there that's like, I fucking hate reading 
these letters. Hey, you might as well love what you do. <laughs> exactly. Love what you do and do what you love, man. Oh God. And hopefully they're they're the same person. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh God. There's somewhere there's a pug with a fucking foot in its mouth, like, hey man, brother. <laughs> okay. Uh, do you guys want to do anything more with that scene, or should we move on? What should we do? We'll, we'll just finish off with um, Noodle hands another letter to Cammy, <clears throat> and then there's this pudding guy. Uh, oh, Dan's got this. <laughs> and, and and some things are better just left unsaid. Out. Damn it! <laughs> yeah, and that, where Cammy goes, like we get a shot of Cammy, like a reverse shot of her, like reading it, and like her eyes start moving faster, <laughs> and it's just like, oh, 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 <laughs> oh. oh. Oh, yeah. The camera just kind of pulls pulls out out of the window. Yeah, Um, and uh, yeah. What is uh, Brand doing? I uh, I think it is uh, middle of the night. Uh, I think I had walked over to Kith's much earlier Mm -hmm. uh, than I ended up actually making my way towards Kith's. I think it was like a straight shot two blocks. And I have now slithered all of my way across bourbon, just kind of taking in the scenes. Um, what do you see? What kind of things do you see? I think I look into the water um, and I kind of dunk my head in and I see like a bunch of like, like a crocodile family just like kind of swimming around and like tossing around uh, like a wiffle ball um, <laughs> made out of wood. It's just, no, it's a, it's a porous rock. Yeah, it's a porous rock. Correct. And they're just like tossing it around. Uh, and flicking it with their tails, and they're like, you know, telling me, uh, booping it with their nose. Yeah, you know, evening, and I, I tip, I tip my head, evening. Uh, you know, the father, I think, just looks at you and says, evening, sir. Uh, and you know, you say, evening back. Evening. Uh, and the little kid goes, happy Armistice Day, Mister. Happy Armistice Day, little one. Strength for the rebellion forever, brother. <laughs> and it's he's like, now, now, Jebediah, calm down. I think. I think I grimace. Like, I think just like pure physical reaction. I'm just like, and I wonder if the dad notices. He definitely does. And I think, I think the dad pegged you as not from here instantly. Right. And he was like, my apologies on the boy's behalf. He is, mm, he has the zealotry of his mother. Let's say. There's not wrong with being zealous for peace. I'll second that. We, uh, his brother gone in the war. We, uh, it's nice to have something to celebrate these days. He says, my, my apologies, sir. I don't mean to steep you in my troubles. I think, uh, he, um, he's like, thank you kindly. I'm sorry for your loss. Losing a child's never easy. And we've all suffered some losses at our age. But, um, we can only use them to go on further, and if you don't mind my saying, yeah, you, you new young one got enough energy to be worth three of your children. He both grimaces and smiles at that a little bit. He smiles with the love of his son uh, that is still, you know, with him, um, but feels very much the pain of, like, you know, no one can ever be replaced, you know, in mm-hmm. a in a very real way. Um, and he says, uh, I'll tell you what, you do me a favor. You go on down to Kith. You give him an offering for me. You tell him 
that Josiah said, Hello, you old bastard. Haven't made my way down there in some time. Been awful busy with work. Like, Keith will be happy to hear from me. Oh. You do that for me. Y'all have a funny way of pointing people to the direction they need to go, don't you? (laughs) Oh, we down here have a way of knowing where people need to be. And oftentimes it's where we need to be. And as as he says that, the ball whacks him. (laughs) It's like, Dad, come on. I'm playing with you, Dad. You got to watch for the ball. Like, I'm, I'm okay, Jebby. I'm sorry. Hold on. And I think um, I'm sure he's about to turn and like just tell me like a good salutations off. I yeah. think um, floating there is like a shot of the fire ant uh, brandy. Mm-hmm. And I've already turned and left and just left him a shot on a lily pad. That's very good. Um, he, uh, he looks at it and smiles this giant toothy grin. Yeah. And we'll cut to, to you on your way. Um, what else do you see? I have an I, I have something that you definitely see, but I'm curious what else. You, I think uh, on my way, um, I think I'm underwater for a while. I can hold my breath for a good bit, not forever, obviously. And I think absentmindedly, I kind of poke back up a little ways away from Bourbon, and I think it's a very emotional scene uh, because I realize that I poke my head out around all of the lanterns uh, with names on them, and I think there's like a scene of like years floating by, but I don't notice it. To be more specific, sorry. Uh, not yours, Devolds. Devolds, yeah. Devolds floats by, and I don't notice that, but um, I think I float there for a while, and I think, I think it's very emotional for Brand, and I think there's a scene of like a zoom in on his face, and he is like pretty much looks like ga- the way Gators are shown, right? He's mostly underwater, but a lot of his body's floating upwards. Uh, and I think as they pass by him, uh, and he probably sits there for a while, he's verbalizing under the wire like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And it's not from a place of guilt, necessarily. I think it is so humbly from a place of respect and knowing responsibility. And less so, like, he wants something out of it. It's like... um atonement ultimately yeah Yeah, i think i think you do that and you watch as those lanterns go by we get this very clear shot of the ripples in the water distorting your reflection Mm -hmm. and it's like you can't get a clear look at yourself and you know the the lanterns keep coming by um and i think off in the distance um as you're making your way towards kith um you see a giant uh circus tent kind of propped up amongst this sort of makeshift raft. Um, And on top of the raft is is this, you know, giant tent that hangs open, and you can see a bunch of people dancing inside, and they're all wearing really, really um, extravagant masks. And they're all doing kind of like... um, It's not quite square dancing. (laughs) It's like... uh, I'm very much imagining, like, almost spiritual, like... There's a pattern to it, but there is like definitely a, a semblance of like looking up and like spreading yourself as you dance. Yeah, there's definitely like common dances that everybody here knows and that that they're engaging in. It's it's like I said, it's akin to square dancing, but it's not as uh, you know like robotic uh, and mechanical. Yeah, I, I was trying to think of a, a a nicer way to say goofy. Uh, <laughs> it's it's not as um, oh my gosh, there is a word for this and it's bothering me. It's not as jaunty yeah, as, okay. as square dancing. It's it's much more 
closer to like a synchronized tango. Yeah, it's a little more graceful, right? Graceful is a great way to put it. Yeah, it's yeah. a little more graceful. Um, and that's happening off in the distance, uh, which is a place you could go. There is also, you know, numerous musical acts performing um, along the boulevards. Um, I think it's like literally like there's a person, you know, sitting down playing a guitar and then literally like 50 feet away. There's another person sitting down playing like this like old beaten up piano. And it's like they are quite literally exactly 50 paces apart. Like this is like city ordinance. Like fifty feet between buskers. I think there's a very funny scene here of um cutting to like Brand seeing that long path of performers on his way to Kits. And I think there is a very fun time dilation of like an overhead camera view. And you can see where Brand has been and he's visiting all of them because they keep calling him over and he doesn't know how to tell them no. And like you can tell where he's been because the rest of his body is still at like the other two in the back. And like it's just cuts to him like zigzagging between them. And I think, like, it's cuts to, like, skipping frames of his face and he's getting, like, progressively more tired. <laughs> but there's also something else there of, like, his jaw is a lot more loose. He looks tired, but there's, a, there's like, wrinkles in his cheeks where, like, he's just been smiling listening to these performers. They've all been incredibly friendly. And I, I love the idea that they keep, like, giving him something. Small recreations of their instrument. You you definitely get a pin or two. Yes, a lot of a lot of that. I don't just want to say beads because Bourbon already does that. You get uh you get pamphlets with their song lyrics on them. There we go. That's something I want. Yeah, something that represents their music. A guy um writes you a poem on the spot. <sighs> That's uh, very cool. And uh Dan will insert audio of a poem that he actually wrote right now. It is a good night to be at the edge of the world. At the end of all things. Here there are only friends and ourselves. And who is to say that we could not be friends to ourselves? I write these words with the blood of fallen kin. Not to tell of tragic end, but to celebrate the lives they lived. To drink in this night air with a stranger and fall in love with this life all over again. The water holds their names, in visage and in soul. Us alongside them together, ever together always united in our endeavors. The many forgotten gods listen closely this night, stranger. So tell them your worries. Unburden your bags at their door. Let them inhale your troubles, breathe deep the folly of your mortality, and watch as they exhale the truths you already hold close. It is a good night to be here, to be alive, to look at the ripples in the water side by side and be okay with imperfection. To understand life is in the ironing of those wrinkles, in the smoothing of those fault lines, in the small moments in the by and by. It is a good night, stranger, and I thank you for sharing it with us. May the sun rise on a better world than it set, always and forevermore. Good job. That was an awesome poem, future me. You Um, really nailed Bran's essence there. I think uh, the poem especially, he, like wraps and puts in his satchel and then i think he finally gets over to he thanks them all he's very polite with each of them and i think um i get over to kits i think what i want uh and and you can recharacterize this right because Mm -hmm. this is a very intentional thing you're painting of brand really taking his time to get to kith yeah um i kind of like the idea that when you feel ready to get there um, you turn a corner and he's just kind of lent up against a, po- against a post yes. 
um, like, but it's, it's not like he's sitting there like, I was waiting for you. It's like he's sitting there and he's smoking a pipe and he's like having a conversation with that otter that we saw earlier. Yeah. And he, he has his hand on top of him on his like shoulder. Um, and is is you can tell he's speaking to him that what he's saying is very very like resolute and and you know uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? I mean empathetic, like you said. You can tell he's really in the middle of saying things to him. Um, and the the otter kind of you know uh, wipes away a tear and nods and and uh, gives Kith a big hug and 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 drops a little um, offering in a in a tin can that oh nobody drops off. What is drop? He's an otter. It's his favorite rock, a smooth rock. Nice. I love to imagine that people are very good about like paying, but not through currency, right? It's like something that means something to me for what you've given me. Yep. That's that is very much how I would characterize it. And Kith sees you coming. And it, I, I think it occurred to me that if I was gonna cast this role, he would definitely be voiced by James Earl Jones. Uh just this kind of deep, uh, you know, old wisdom in his voice. Um, and, uh, he says, uh, as you start to approach, um, he said, you know, I was beginning to wonder when you might slither my way. Uh, and I think there's a very nice shot of like the progression of time of like those golden rays are gone. The skies that like, uh, cause of course it's this, it's like a gorgeous blue, um, with like streaks of green and purple. Mm. Um, uh, yeah, it's a very nice full moon. Uh, it's a developed night, uh, and time has passed and Brand, uh, Brand pulls out the jug of water, um, and I think there are still three little small pieces of remnant ice that have managed to stay there, uh, just in time to start, uh, disappearing by the time I get to Kith. <laughs> uh, Kith sticks his hand out and says, you got more water for me? I do. Uh, I also got a note from someone for you. And uh, I put the water on his palm. He moves his thumb along the paper. And he goes, <laughs> That Josiah. You know, he could have he delivered this himself. And he knows that. And I think he's, I think he's just doing a funny on me. And he like, he kind of shakes the, the water cup. And he goes, Oh, Jonas really skimping it on the ass these days, huh? <laughs> takes a, a huge gulp. <laughs> oh, that's mighty fine water. And I take a drink of my fire ant brandy. And he says, what can I do you for? You said, um, I won't question things. I will be more affirmative than I may have previously considered. I need to do, not need, I want to do right by you in any feasible way you could imagine. It's not something I am responsible to. It's not something that I'm put to by anyone. It's something that I feel I want to do from something in me. This damn thing, maybe. And he points at the horn on his back. He uh, kind of like takes another sip of the water and drains the glass and, and <laughs> sets it down. He goes, well, I mean, right ways as I can tell you've done plenty by me. Let me let me ask you this, friend. Will you leave bourbon in a better place than you found it? Can you do that? Bourbon got a real funny knack of asking hard to answer questions. It has a way of uh 
making you look at yourself? How many places have you left better for your presence? It's up to me, not many. But Chamomile were here. She'd be telling me to try better and really think about what I've done. I think I left home better than how I got there. And I think I am... I think Josiah is going to help me to leave here better than what I came. Noodle got a little drunk. And that certainly puts a, a light in my day that is not what I had when I got here. I can't help but see the consequences of my past here, though. And I don't know if I even meant to escape it. Feels like I'm coming to deal with it. He uh sits down um in a in a chair outside of a I like to picture you guys standing under a street lamp. Mm-hmm. Um and it's this little like uh almost like a little public bench. Um and he and he kind of sits down and he goes I reckon that the consequences you're referring to are well they're tangled, friend. There's a lot of blood on a lot of folks' hands and blame's never as simple as the history books might like to imply. I think all you can do is try. Your friend Cammy seems to have the right idea. You go through this world, and you put a smile on people's faces. You make sure that they don't stray from their path, that they don't hurt nobody. You make sure people stay safe. I think that's all the redemption that any of us could hope for. And he looks at you. And you really feel as though, despite the fact that he is, for all intents and purposes, blind, he is seeing you. And he says, guilt don't help nobody. Guilt is for you. Leave it. Because you can. And he, and he, he pushes his can towards you. And he goes, you can leave it right here if you like. I'll hold on to it for you. I'll tell you what, Ken. I can't leave all of it. I think you're right, it's tangled and it's a damn hard mess and what kind of man would I be if I left a a mess of knots for a blind man to undo? (laughs) You'll find that those that can't see might have a better better knack for that. Besides, I ain't got an upper time. But you know, I don't like to take all from folk. You give me what you can. You come back to me, yeah? I'll be passing through again on our way back. I'll let you know how I'm doing. And for now, I'll leave you what I can. And I think in in the bucket, he puts um, the half of the fire ant brandy that he was drinking. Can I can I make a, a different yeah, suggestion? Absolutely. I think you reach into your backpack. Oh, yes. And you tear off a piece of that standard mm-hmm. and you put it in there. Yes. That's very good. Standard? Uh, yes, Brianne, you ask a perfect question. The standard that we are referring to is that uh, Brand carries with him a, like, it's like a flag, more or less, oh, um, like a yeah. rallying flag for the Empire, the you know, the oppressors, a banner, yes, uh, that's torn and stained and, and really fucked up. Uh, and so, yeah, he, he tears off a piece of that, his the kind of physical, tangible Wait, guilt. Le- yeah. Uh, and and leaves, that with, uh, leaves that with Kith. You're a... Uh... Proddy old man. I'm a man who likes for people to rest easy. And often folks don't volunteer what keep them from doing that. I'll tell you this, friend. The weight of empire weighs heavy on us all. 
there's no empires anymore. Just us folk. I think with that, um, long live the peace. Long live us all, brother. And he, uh, he sort of puts his cane on the ground and starts to push himself up. And he goes, I reckon these old bones need to be getting to bed. Come on, Benjamin. I briefly forgot his scorpion's name. And um, he, like sta- he, he sits there and waits very patiently. And you just start hearing these like tiny little taps. And then it, like I think you feel it. Yeah, you feel absolutely. it along your back as it <laughs> runs up the, ne- the length of your back and jumps off your head yeah. into, uh, into Kith's hand. And he goes, <laughs> he's using you like a playground. Uh, you'd be surprised how many times animals take a liking to me. There's a lot of you to like, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope that isn't a play on my weight, friend. <laughs> he uh he walks and as he as he kind of turns to leave, he puts his hand on you and he goes, "There's a lot about you to like, my friend." Someone so much smaller than me, I think there's more even to appreciate from you. You do mighty fine work around here, Kith. And he pats you on the chest and he goes. Hope so. It's my only job. <laughs> and he just kind of starts easily sauntering off. Celine sends her thanks. He goes, you tell her to keep bothering that old dad of hers. <laughs> it's mighty funny when he rumble roar. <laughs> uh, I got to find, got to find Saffron. He's probably going to like that dance place. Uh, and I think I go off and I try to find Saffron, but I think I go back to the bar. Okay. And nobody's there. Yeah. It's towards <laughs> the end of the night. I've uh, I don't know where anyone is. I think I'm just going to spend my time finding people. What's funny is I'm incredibly easy to find because I'm just a t- long ass snake. <laughs> yeah, I think I think this is actually instead of you aimlessly going back to the bar, I think you turn around and you see Devold and uh, <laughs> Saffron walking up and Saffron's like, "Oh man, that last one went so freaking fast, Devold. Were you do you remember? Do you remember how fast it went?" And you see Devold, his fur is like blown back <laughs> and like his ears are like tucked behind like or like tucked down like along his back and he's just like, "Yeah, yeah, I was there. Yep, I was there." Is is his face like just completely white whereas he's like like you know, yes. He's like feeling feeling a little motion sickness. Yes, exactly. He's like like you can see he's really favoring his walking stick. Um, and like Jacob keeps trying to get him to ride on him. He's like, no, not now, not now, Jacob, not now. Oh, not now. <laughs> um, God, it's so hard to it's so hard to get out of gravelly southern and just into gravelly. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't envy your uh, <laughs> your position predicament. <laughs> um. And he goes, uh, ah, Brand. Devold, you've uh, been going quick, I see. Uh, yeah, apparently uh, Cammy promised me to watch over the boy <laughs> uh, while, we, while he went on some rides. And he, he uh, asked that I guide him along those. And so I did. I look at Saffron, <laughs> narrow my eyes. My... The boy said you offered to take him. <laughs> Saffron like looks at Devold and looks back at Brand <laughs> oh. and is like, I gotta, well, I'm, so, here's, look, it's really easy to under, there's a misunderstanding, really, at the end of the day. His his ears absolutely go down, and his tail kind of tucks. Yes. And he does those puppy dog eyes. He's like, Because he knows he's caught. Well, I was, I was really bored at the bar, and so I, I knew you would take me to Vold, like, you, you, you did, you, you said you would take me, and, and you did take me. He's like, yes, I said I would take you after you told me Cammy said I would take He's like, but you did say it, though. You said that you would take me. Saffron. What? It's true. 
listen. I don't know about Duvall, but I'm not going to tell your sister nothing. Because truth be told, she's going to skin you alive if she finds out <laughs> that you lied to not only her, but also Devault. Devault looks at Saffron and goes, I'm not carrying her stuff. So <laughs> I have a vested interest in you staying alive. <laughs> he like he says that and he like kind of hobbles over and puts a hand on Saffron's shoulder. He goes, you get one. And Saffron <laughs> goes, yes, sir, Devault, sir. <laughs> He's like, you don't got to lie to me, okay? I'll take you wherever you want to go. It's my job. Just ask. Just ask. You know? Worst I can say is no. He goes, yeah, that sucks, though. When people say no, it sucks. I hate it. If he says no, Saffron, then ask me. I ain't got much better to do right now. Okay. You got two people here. One's to show you the way. One's to keep you safe. You got options. Thanks, guys. One's to keep you in line. (laughs) He goes, "Um, not that I'm, like, scared or anything, but, like, it's really it's late and like it's dark and like i'm not scared i'm not scared but like i just wonder where cammy is we should be finding a place to rest for the night okay okay cool <laughs> uh, and and he reaches out and takes devold's hand again i think uh devold and brand look at each other and just kind of like smile and shake i smile and shake my head devold shrugs which is a <laughs> thing that devold can always do yes <laughs> all i ask um saffron is don't put me in a position to lie anymore. I don't do that anymore. And, Which is uh, something I can always say. Yes. Uh, and Saffron says, Yes, sir, Mr. Brand, sir, I'm sorry. Very sorry. Show it, don't say it. And he... <laughs> oh, God! He, he immediately drops and shows you his belly. <laughs> <laughs> I rub it! <laughs> He, his foot starts kicking. And he's like, thank, thank you for forgiving me. That's awesome. That's really I, nice of you. Was that what that... I'm going to have to keep that in mind. And he like rolls up and he's like, okay, let's go find Cammy. Oh, I have so much to tell her. I'm going to tell her about the rides. I'm going to tell her about all the cotton candy I ate. I'm going to tell her about how I threw up on Devold. And he's like, let's maybe not relive that. <laughs> it's definitely like, again, that fading voices thing. Yes. <laughs> like, Oh, man. And I'm going to tell Cammy that our goldfish died. It's just going to be so sad about it. It's like he may not be dead, you know. Noodle and chamomile. Do you guys have a parting scene? Uh, I think I think we kind of like wrapped up, packed up our stuff, and headed back down. Uh, because you know we're not just gonna sit in a room; they'll never find us. I was just thinking she'd probably suggest uh, the best place to find find uh Saf would be around the carnival games. Like she'd probably go to the, end up at near the games somewhere. Yeah, so so yeah, you guys uh, walk up and you're sharing the weight of a gigantic pack that is overladen with uh, books and and boxes of tea and honey. Um, and uh, Saffron sees you and goes, "Oh man, sis, did I forget the pack again? I'm so totally sorry about that. Oh, I was just so excited to go to the rides. I know, I know, you're excited to go to the rides." He go he goes, "Uh, Duvall took me just like he said he would," and he like looks at Duvall and Duvall goes, "Yeah, I." I did. We had a good time. You didn't get sick again, did you? Oh, I yeah, I definitely for sure got super sick on him. Oh gosh, he dude. was okay with it though. He didn't <laughs> mind on Devald. <laughs> she, she's gonna look. O- she's gonna look over at Devald, and she's gonna kind of just mouth sorry. <laughs> and Devald goes, "It's 
Par for the course. <laughs> Brand is dying. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, certainly not the first time someone loses their lunch on me. Probably not the last either. It's a good thing we're in a swamp, Devald. Can't smell you at all. <laughs> <laughs> Might need to take a trek through uh, old Ponder again. Get a little mm. of that uh, <laughs> lavender on me. <laughs> Maybe I'll tell the bartender. <laughs> Maybe I'll tell the bartender I'm coming through there to get perfumey like. There we go. Oh, I love anyway, Devold, uh, you know where we can stay the night? Can I do something? No. Absolutely not. Boys rule, girls drool. Yeah, you suck. <laughs> yeah, what do you want to do? So uh, my something you can always do is know someone who can help. Oh, so cool. I'm thinking maybe she has, uh, she might recognize someone who might have gone through, gone to the inn or something and been able to, uh, you know, get directions from local. Or maybe uh, someone stayed in your town, uh, which we still need to name. Uh, maybe someone stayed in your town and they were like, you know, I actually own an inn in Bourbon. If you ever passing through, you come through and I'll, I'll, I'll return the favor. You come stay at my inn. It's called Mine, and it's spelled M-I-N-N-E. It's my inn. You get it? You get it? Oh, no, I, I get it. He's like, a, he's like a penguin, and he's like poking his head at you. He's like, do you get it? <laughs> she's going she's getting it back on. She's like, whoa, whoa. Uh, I get it. I get it. I get it. He's like, okay, cool. Um, so most people don't get it. It's really, it's really frustrating. They don't got much. They don't got much love for puns down there. But uh, you know, oh well, that's a darn shame. Yeah, you know, it's a crying shame. It's a, it's a crying. crying you know, I think I'm gonna. Take she's my gonna chain. pat his shoulders. He, he like kind of like looks confused. He's like, wait, I don't know if that's even a pun there. It's okay. Uh, more wordplay, yeah. if that. Yeah. Oh, uh, hello, big snake man. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know you were here. <laughs> oh yeah, he he. You know, we we travel together, right? And then she's gonna kind of like elbow him. Hard to, hard to miss me. He has eyes on either side of his head. He's like, oh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> these peoples don't do me no good sometimes. Right down the blind spot. <laughs> right there, you know. <laughs> and he makes a little with the uh, chopping motion with his fin. Yeah. Uh, don't worry, I sometimes lose track of my body. He goes, anyway, y'all are welcome here for the night. Uh, you know, we got beds and we got we got drinks, so we got freaking Liam's here, and he's gonna p- play a DJ set. It's gonna be really cool. And you see in the corner a giant fucking bird guy, uh, and he has he has this like really weird contraption uh, of it's like a tangle of like um like vines and rocks and a bark and he just starts like banging them together and it starts making this weird kind of thumping beat and you see the the vines start to like kind of glow and pulse and they're like pushing energy through them and and he's essentially uh doing folksy techno <laughs> he's like he he leans forward conspiratorially uh does the this innkeeper um whose name is what nick actually no brianne knows him what's his name gerald Gerald, a lot of just sounds over here. Uh, <laughs> Gerald leans forward and and goes, you know, no one really likes it, but it's it's nice to let the boy do his thing, you know. Um, <laughs> hey, the big bird guy. Yeah. What kind of bird is he? Uh, he is. Because I have an idea. Okay, go ahead. I think he's a big ass vulture. Oh yeah. Okay, sure. I, there's something very cool about the big bald headed vulture guy. 
pumping out techno. Just absolutely getting down. <laughs> yeah, getting down to techno. He, like, he grabs, he grabs uh, what is essentially like a, a megaphone, which is just like a hollowed out piece of wood that's like kind of funneled, <laughs> yeah. and goes like, what the fuck is up, my in? <laughs> How many people are in here? Uh, there's like three people milling about <laughs> drinking coffee. And us at the door? Yeah, and he's like, <laughs> he's like, the war might be over, but we're going to do some battle here tonight. Let's fucking go. And he he starts uh, like fucking hard style, like boot, 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 throwing his arm around, his wings around. It's and so like, bad that I'm imagining the SpongeBob thing. Do, 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 boot up. <laughs> yes, exactly. He's like fucking shuffling behind the oh table. My God. He's like, yeah, this guy gets it. And he points it brand. <laughs> yeah, I think my tail is like unconsciously kind of going with the beat. Uh, that's part of my nervous tick. <laughs> and you just see like an like an old like wrinkly walrus dude like sipping coffee at a table like right next to what is essentially the sound system. Yeah. Just like oh, Liam, give it a rest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and in the crowd there is like um like a, another like crow gentleman in the crowd who is like ultra supportive of their partner yes um and he is just like what's the name of the son or not the son but i guess whoever this guy is who the Uh, the person the the vulture what's his name his name's liam Liam? Liam. okay um the person that goes like liam you're doing so good you keep it up he's like fuck yeah babe i know it can i imagine him like bobbing you know how birds like they bob i think he's such a supportive partner that he is like bobbing his head but missing the beat because he doesn't get it uh, he's missing the beat so bad he's, he's but he's clapping. trying his best yes. he's, he's clapping on the ones and threes yes um and uh i think there's one person in the crowd who is like this like uh like a uh, like a tabby cat mm. and it's like clearly an older woman and she's doing the thing that all old white ladies do where she's like Oh, like snaking their hands, snaking and like, their hands, and like kind of shaking her hips, like yeah. very imp- inappropriately and like weirdly. And Liam's <laughs> like, "Yeah, Mrs. Anderson, you get it. <laughs> Feel the rhythm. It's just this fucking tiny like holiday in." <laughs> oh, what a fucking wild world we've made. Uh, he goes, anyway, there's a noise curfew at uh, 1130, so you don't got to worry about that going on into the night. Uh, here are the keys to your room. Uh, y'all stay as long as you like. Thank, Thank you so kindly. much. He goes, thank you for coming. Um, he goes, keep it up, Liam. We're all rooting for you, bud. He goes, <laughs> They're all so supportive. And Liam goes, thanks, Dad. <laughs> so cute. Aww. Somewhere there's a vulture mom. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> The way that we characterize Liam is that he's just sort of like he he has the he has the size of a vulture but the girth of a penguin. Yes, uh, and he's just, but he just is absolutely going so fucking hard. I also love the idea like when he's about to start those beats or like when he's trying to pump the crowd like they're vultures they have like nuts wingspans right yes. so like mm-hmm. when he like does his arms out wide it is like wall to wall and yes. him like in the corner like yeah and it's kind of imposing like when he yeah. raises his hands mm-hmm. uh but it's very cool like when against the lights yes what's the name of his uh what does he call himself oh man dj le le apostrophe i am le, i am he is the um, i am but also liam <laughs> dj was- liam what is a? I also like the Beat Scavenger. Well, that's good too. Oh, yes. I mean, he has multiple names for himself, yeah, right? Yeah, for sure. I think he literally like switches it out. I or- think it's like it's like a it's like in Game of Thrones where it's like you know 
king of the first men and the andals and the and the servant of the realms it's like yeah what's up everybody i'm dj Le- i am you know the fucking beat scavenger smash smaggler sh- fucking beat strangler let's go yep and someone's just like oh liam shut up mr anderson <laughs> you your wife gets it She's like, come dance with me honey <laughs> he's like you can't dance to this it's noise just no, it's just rockish. Oh, you're so old. <laughs> my, my wife's deaf. She just likes the feeling of the wood bouncing. Mrs. Anderson couldn't hear a bus coming. <laughs> she she likes the base of it. It like it like oh, uh, yeah. I think makes a, her fur stand up on end. She feels it through her whiskers. Yeah, yeah. she feels it through her little toe beans. Mm-hmm. Oh, toe beans. Uh, good. Uh, any other thing there? No, because uh, I, think... I do have an ending scene that I'd love to paint. Yes, please do. Uh, I think it is us uh, kind of looking at each other. Do you guys think we stay in like, uh, like a, a separate rooms, or do you think we're fine just bunking? I think we all bunk together. Yeah. yeah. I think I think what it is is he says like, "Here's the key to your room," um, and we open the room, and it's like gigantic. Yeah. Uh, well, and it's a suite. Yeah, and it's like, oh man, like you didn't realize this, but Gerald gave you the key to like the best room. Uh, oh, that's nice. And uh, yeah, that's Southern hospitality, man. Yeah, and I think it is. Uh, it's like a scene of us, like, it's through the doorway. We open that door and, like, we're all checking out the room. I think it's Saffron bolting in, like, whoa, look at all this cool stuff. He definitely and, starts uh, jumping on the bed. And, like, we see that, and, like, then the sky is, like, that very deep dark. Uh, and I think we pull out through that window, looking at that deep scar, that deep dark night, and we start turning a bit. Uh, looking back at bourbon from above uh, and like lights in the town starts to turn off uh, until it gets to ponder uh, this lights get to ponder um, and we kind of pull in a little bit uh, and we see Sandra and Jonas kind of like, Oh, it's time for another day of bed, you know, and it's been a good day. And like, they let the last people out, the doors get closed and like flip the closed sign. Right. <laughs> The last person that he lets out is the gazelle he yelled at earlier. Yeah. And, and he goes, I'm sorry, Brian. You know, you're welcome here anytime. And he, he goes, but seriously, just you let me and my wife argue. It's all love. <laughs> yeah. Um, he goes, yeah, sure. Okay. I think he leaves and he closes the thing. I think there's a tender moment between um, Sandra and Jonas. Um, Celine is already, I think Celine literally knocks out at a desk on her table. Uh, with the tea bags like on her left side uh, and like her face has like some tea dust on it i like the idea that there's like a note with a bunch of recipe ideas yes. that she has um, like tea plus fruity pebble question mark and i love that it is um sandra makes her way off to bed jonas turns off the lights and i think we pull away from ponder and then i think immediately the sun crests over the hill just a tiny bit and Jonas turns the sign back over, and the city bounces back to life, like, oh immediately. God. Oh, that's so fucking um, good. And, like, people are, like, it's like a whole new shift of people just start rounding back. I have one addendum to that. Yes. Which is, you know, <laughs> he turns off the light, uh, and, and this for a moment, the city is completely quiet, right? Just total quiet, calm. You just hear the soft kind of rippling of the water couple people, you know, like that alligator family is ambling through, right? You know, people cresting through the water. Um, and off in the distance, uh, a firework show happens. Yep. It just goes for a couple minutes, and Jonas stands there and watches, 
as Armistice Day is, is really celebrated in full and you hear people out in that circus tent uh, kind of like, yeah, like. Uh, long live the peace you know that there's definitely stuff. nocturnal animals that would that would love to be up in that circus right now yes exactly it's full of fucking possums <laughs> <laughs> it's full of fucking possums in there um <laughs> dan hates possums for reference um anyway uh yeah the fireworks go off and and uh, kind of wreaths the the town in that in that shifting light um and and jonas kind of looks off and <sighs> takes a deep breath and then the sun crests and he flips the sign and a bunch of people come out just like you say nick and the next day starts yep and uh you know he someone comes in and, like the first person that comes in is a is a different gazelle yeah. <laughs> can, can i get a virgin we don't sell virgin stuff here man immediately <laughs> you got the wrong bucks. place yeah and i love the idea that like the sound that starts to wake the sound up is um Celine's tea uh hitting the kettle and like starting to steam out and like almost like a morning uh whistle uh and then like that guy uh, he turns the sign over and then the gazelle comes in here's here's what it is right is mm-hmm. uh so okay here's what it is <laughs> I like that we just compete for the best ending moment it's so good though it's yeah, such a very yeah. good ending yes what it is is you know we have that moment of Jonas watching the fireworks and the camera pans into Celine's room and she wakes up or pans into the kitchen rather um, and a sleepy Celine is kind of like rubbing her eyes and puts a teapot and the, you know, leaves and the teapot starts to steam and it makes that you yeah. know, whistling sound. And I think if this was a TV show, music would start to swell yes. underneath the whistle and start to harmonize with the whistle. And it would slowly become the outro, very yeah, anime exactly, theme song. Yes. And then that's when, you know, all you the hear, talking picks up. Yeah. You hear the kind of muffled, like. Yeah, can I get a virgin? Like, we don't do virgin stuff here, man. You know, just serve the man a virgin. It already smells girly in here. We're mm. not gonna, you know. Another uh, guy, another voice in the background, like, wow, I really like the way this place smells. Like, yo, they- I bet you do. Sanders <laughs> gonna be like, damn right they do. <laughs> and uh, yeah, the camera pulls out, and I think we get a beautiful, beautiful sunrise in Bourbon as all of our characters are dead asleep. Yeah, against all of this noise. <laughs> yeah. And we will end it there. Thank you so much for listening to We Like the Idea, a show where we, uh, the only competition is who can end the episode better. <laughs> um, and we all win. Uh, we will be back in the future with more Wander Home. I uh, hope you guys liked it and take care. Love you. Bye. Bye. This is the post-credit scene. Oh like, yeah, there's like a brief, like, kind of shuffling as like Liam is like cleaning up his stuff, and Mister Anderson comes up and he goes, "Keep trying, Liam." <laughs> and he goes, huh, "You mean it, Mister Anderson?" He's like, "Yeah, you can. Maybe I'll let you play at Alan's birthday party." Really? <laughs> Maybe. You think they'll let me play at Brett's? You think they'll let me play at Brett's next? He's like, ah, <laughs> you go ask him that. <laughs> goes, I, w- I will. I'll go right now. And uh, you, you just see him running off to Brett's. <laughs> <laughs>